In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. to be praised, worthy to be adored, worthy to be magnified, worthy to be glorified. We worship you, O God. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go and give God a clap of reward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. How many remember the five disciplines that we spoke about yesterday with regards to meditation? 
Yeah, the cycles. Anybody practice any of that today? Yeah? Amen. Praise God. So what were those five cycles? Write it. Say it. Read it. Sing it. And pray it. Amen. And the, the key is doing it in cycles. Yeah? Just repetitive. Praise God. Amen. Today we're going to talk about warfare by words. And we want to talk about the power of words. The power of declarations, proclamations, um, and the power of words. Positive words, negative words. Because a, a lot of the battle, spiritual warfare, a significant amount of it has to do with a clash of words. Amen. Proverbs 18 verse 21. Proverbs 18 verse 21. The Bible says, Death and life are in the power of the, of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The, the key thing is death and life are in the power of the tongue. The tongue is a major tool in, in warfare. Um, and we need to understand it so that we can mobilize it uh, in, warf in warfare. And we don't have better examples than the examples set by, by God and by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I, I love the example God sets for us as to the power of words to, to create, to change a, a situation. If you look at the beginning... Um, Genesis, the first chapter. Genesis, the first chapter. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Now, our scripture, uh, our, our text for the years, with God nothing shall be impossible. Amen? And what changed that situation? What brought the impossible to the place where it became possible? The key thing was that the power of the Most High would overshadow her. Yeah? And when the power of the Most High overshadowed her, then the impossible became possible. It just speaks to the critical role that the Holy Spirit plays in changing a circumstance or a situation, amen, to aligning it to what God wants. So we read in this account, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I'm sure you know that what follows next is telling you how God did that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But where did God start from? He started from a state where the earth was formless, it was empty, it was dark. Uh, the thing just didn't look like what God had in mind. Yeah? It was in a bad state. If it was a person's life, then the person's life was formless, chaotic, scattered. It was empty. It wasn't going anywhere. And... It was full of darkness, or darkness covered the, li the life. But the good thing was that the Spirit of God was 
hovering over this bad state of affairs. Amen? And so then, how did God then go, up, go about changing this situation? Verse 6 to 7. Then God said. Then God. Then God. Then God. Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament which were ab- and, and from those which were above the firmament. Amen. Verse 9. What does verse 9 say? Then what? Let the waters under the heavens be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And, and it was what? So God said, and it was so. Amen. Verse 11. Go on. Verse 11. And what? So as God is creating, what is God doing? He's speaking. Amen. And then what does verse 11 end with? The, the last four, four, four words. And it was so. So God was saying, and it was so. Verse 14 to 15. What does it say? And God said again. And then it ends with those, those four words. And it was so. Amen. And just so that we don't get into a place where we think that all I have to do is just sit down and keep saying. Because the saying spiritually sets the creative process in place. But a a lot of times you will say and you will do. But it's your saying that makes sure that your doing comes to pass. Amen? Verse 26 to 27. Let's read that together. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. So God said, and then God did. Am I making some sense? Yeah. But God didn't do before God had said. Is this making some sense? So I say, then I submit my CV. Amen? I, I, I say then I become more diligent with my finances. But I say, I say, God said, let's create man. And then what did God do? Genesis 2, 21 to 22 tells us what God did. The whole process of putting the man to sleep, taking his rib, forming the woman from it, after he had formed the man from the dust. Amen? Let's look at some examples of Jesus. Just a few examples, and then we'll look at what we wanted to look at. Matthew 21, verses 18 to 22. Matthew 21, verses 18 to 22. Now in the morning as he returned to the city, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves. And said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. Amen. He made a proclamation that that no fruit will ever grow on you ever again. Immediately the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither away so soon? So Jesus answered them, and this could easily be 
any of us, and certainly it's us he's speaking to. So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever thing you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. The, the launch pad for that is what was said. Amen? Jesus, what, Jesus showed them an example. He saw the fig tree and he said to the fig tree a proclamation. He, he made a declaration. He used words to say to the fig tree, you will not produce fruit again. It's, it's over. And the disciples watched as right before their eyes the fig tree withered. And of course, they, 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 they wanted what they saw. So they said to Jesus, how did this happen? And Jesus said to them, if you have faith and you don't doubt, if you trust God, if you trust God that what you're speaking are not empty words, if you expect something to happen when you speak, if you weigh your words carefully, if you're not careless with your words, if you understand the power of your tongue, if you understand that death and life are in your tongue, too many Christians don't understand that and we are careless with our tongues. But those who understand that that is a weapon of warfare, that Jesus says if, you're, if you believe that, you don't have any doubt in your mind that what you're speaking is going to cause something to happen. You won't only deal with a fig tree. You will speak to mountains and the mountains will be removed. Amen? How many are going to speak to mountains today? And the mountains will be removed. Amen. Mark 4 verse 39. You know the story that, backs, that, that leads us to verse 39. He was in the boat asleep. The disciples woke him up. The boat, you know, water was filling the boat. They had encountered a storm. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Isn't that fascinating? That three words brought a mighty storm to a standstill. May God give you the words that you will speak that will cause the storm in your life to abate immediately. Yeah. By proclamation. By, by declaring it. Amen? By speaking it. And you know the story about Lazarus, um, the, the one he loved. John 11. Um, and as we, as, after he had died... He was put in the, in the tomb. Um, everyone had lost hope. Even his family had lost hope because he'd been there for more than three days now. But when Jesus got there, roll away the stone. And then he, the Bible says, verse 43, he cried, John 11, verse 43, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And you know, the power of those words, it went into the place of the dead and brought Lazarus back to life. So may God give you words that will bring things back to life. Uh, things in your life, circumstances, words. We, are, we cause an alignment with words. It's a, it's a major weapon of warfare where we cause things to align, to fall in line by the words that we declare. Amen? And you know, the fact that you've spoken once does not mean that you stop speaking until the mountain has moved. It's not a lack of faith.
to speak over and over again because the mountain still hasn't moved. And because we understand that there is a contention, sometimes the words you're speaking against, in, if you're using height, are, in a sense, they need to be brought down. And sometimes you need to keep speaking that word. Uh, the, the, this scripture puts it, in, puts it into perspective. Jeremiah 23, verse 29. Jeremiah 23, verse 29. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? How many know that some rocks, you strike them once with the hammer and they shatter? How many know that there are some rocks, you hit them once, they don't shatter. A little might chip, but it doesn't shatter. What do you do? You keep hitting that rock with the word. It says, my word is like a hammer. So you keep, you keep hitting the thing until the mountain finally just totally disintegrates. Amen? So you wake up in the morning, you declare it. You wake up in the morning, you proclaim it. You wake up in the morning, you speak it. Until the mountain moves. Because his word is like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Amen? Now, these are, this is the positive side, yeah? The kingdom of God. I'm sure you know that the kingdom of darkness uses the same weapons, yeah? They speak negative words. Um, a lot of Christians I have met are dealing with circumstances today as a result of words that were spoken sometimes even when they were not yet born. The words have been spoken. You know, they tell us now, scientifically, that when you speak a word, it goes around on waves and literally can travel the whole world. They tell us that now. Now, I'm saying that's a no-brainer. You know, you get that from the Bible, that that's the, that's the nature of words. So when words are spoken against us, we come against them with words. And the greater word overcomes. Can someone say amen to that? And so for, for just to, to illustrate this, I'm going to take the story in Numbers, the 22nd and 23rd chapter of the, of, of, of the, of the Numbers, the tw chapters 22 and 23. Yeah? Numbers 22 and 23. I, I wish we could have read the whole, the, 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 um, the two chapters, but time won't permit us to read it. Um, the story is about Balak and Balaam. Balak was king of Moab, and he was terrified with the, what was happening to the children of Israel. They were growing in numbers. Um, they were expanding. And so he was afraid of them, that they would devour everything, use up all the food. So to stop them from progressing, he contracted Balaam, who was a diviner. Now, he was a very interesting diviner because even though he divined, he also understood the power of God. He wasn't a God follower, but he understood, I guess his divination had shown him that above all this divination, there's a God in heaven. So he contracted him, Balak, to come and use words to stop the advance of the children of Israel, to speak words over them. 
So the messengers went there, and he sent messengers there. And after a bit of hesitation, he got Balaam to come and make these pronouncements, you know, make a proclamation, you know, make a negative declaration, to use words. Um, the Bible will call it a curse. But what is a curse? A curse is just a negative words that have been spoken over a person, over a family, over a city, over a nation. Amen? And so, I'll take our prayer points from that, that story of, of Balaam. Amen? Verse 10 to 12. So Balaam said to, Balaam said to God, Balak the son of Zippor, the king of Moab, has sent, me to, has sent to me saying, Look, a people has come out of Egypt and they cover the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to over, overpower them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse, curse them, for they are blessed. His aim was to overpower and drive them out. Amen? But God said it's not going to happen because they are blessed. Amen? Now, if they were blessed, how many know that under the new covenant, you and I are mega blessed? Amen? And so a, a curse simply cannot find a place to land on our lives. Amen? And the ones that have been spoken, we have the right to nullify their effects because we are blessed. Amen? So I want to just, if I just paraphrase that story very quickly so we can then go on, go on to praying. So the, the Moabite officials returned to Balak and reported. They said, Balaam refused to go with us. So Balak tried again. He sent large, large, number, large, number of large numbers of people. But Balaam responded, even if you gave me a palace, because he tried to bribe him. He said, even if you gave me all the silver and gold, I cannot do anything against the will of the Lord my God. Now, it wasn't that he was a follower of God, but he understood that ultimate power rests with God. You see, the truth is that, believe me, there is nobody who does not know that. Even the worshippers of Satan, those who are steeped in darkness, they know that ultimately there is a God in heaven. What they're hoping is that you don't know what they know. And that in our ignorance, they can strike us. Amen? That night, God came to, came to Balaam and God said to him, They've come to you, go with them. But just know you will do only what I tell you. Amen? So the next morning he got up and he went with them. Um, I, don't, I don't want to tell that, that the whole story about the angel and the angel blocking him and then eventually the donkey speaking uh, to him. You know, what I love about that is that God will use anything to achieve his own purposes. A donkey that has never spoken, spoken. This isn't a myth. This is a true story. The donkey actually spoke. Amen. When Balak heard that Balaam was, Balaam was on the way, he went out to meet him at the, at the, at the Moabite town on the, on the Amon River. Didn't I send you an urgent message? Why didn't you come right away, Balak said to Balaam. Didn't you believe me when I said I would reward you richly? Balaam replied, look, now I have come, but I have no power to say whatever I want. I will speak only the message that God puts in my mouth. 
all through this scripture, the sovereignty of God is established. Amen? Even the diviner who, whose heart was drawn by money. And you know, the Bible tells us in the New Testament that that's exactly what it was. His heart was drawn by money. The diviner says, I know I can't do anything outside what God wants. Amen? So the next morning, he took him up to a hill where he could see some of the children of Israel spread out before him. And then he said to him, Balaam said to Balak, build me seven altars here. Prepare young bulls and, and rams for me to sacrifice. He understood the power of altars and will deal with altars today. He understood the power of altars. You know, altars are points of encounter. They're either encounters with God, if they're dedicated to God, or they're encounters with the spirit realm. They are points of entry altars. You see, an altar is like, uh, is like, is like a, a point that allows the spirit to come into the natural uh, at an altar. And, and he understood that. So he said, build me an altar. And then he stood there and he made burnt offerings. And then the Bible says he went alone to the top of the bare hill and God met him there. Balaam said, Balaam said to him, I've preferred altars, I've sacrificed a young bull and a ram on each altar. Then God gave Balaam a message for Balak. He said, go, and, go back to Balak and give him this message. So he returned and gave Balak the message. And what was the message? Balak summoned me to come from Aram. The king of Moab brought me from the eastern hills. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come and announce Israel's doom. But how can I curse those whom God has not cursed? How can I condemn those whom God, whom the Lord has not condemned? I see them from the clifftops. I watch them from the hills. I see a people who live by themselves, set apart from other nations. Who can count Jacob's descendants as numerous as the dust? Who can even a fourth of Israel's, Israel's people? Let me die like the righteous. Let my life end like theirs. Then Balak demanded of Balaam, what have you done to me? I brought you to curse my enemies. Instead, you have blessed them. You know, the sovereignty of God. Once God has blessed you, you are blessed. Amen? We just need to understand that. That's why we don't spend so much time on what Satan wants to do and what Satan is doing. We understand it from the Bible, but our focus is on God. Because once God has decreed a thing, there's nothing anybody can do. All this is pointing to the sovereignty and the power of God. Can someone say, say amen? amen? Then Balak told him, come with me to another place. Let's see you know, if I take you to another place, at least you can curse them from here. Speak negative words from there. So Balak took Balaam to the plateau of Zophim. He built altars there again, understanding that these things, altars are significant. See, we, we can invoke some power from this, these altars. And then the Lord met Balaam there and gave him another message. Go back to Balak and give him this message. So he returned, found the king, and said, this is the message the Lord has, has, has brought. Rise up, Balak, and listen. Hear me, son of Zippo. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Listen, I received a command to bless. God has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. No misfortune is in his plan for Jacob. No misfortune is in God's plan for your life. No trouble in store for Israel. No trouble in store for you. For the Lord their God is with them. He is with you. And he, he has been proclaimed their king. Amen? 
Then Balak said to him in frustration, Fine, if you won't curse them, at least don't bless them. Leave it as it is. Because every time I try to get you to speak a curse, to pronounce, make a declaration, God shows his sovereignty by arresting your mouth and using your mouth to pronounce a blessing. Now, since you've done this twice, this time, don't say anything. Leave it as it is. But then Balaam says to him, didn't I tell you that I can do only what the Lord tells me? Can someone say amen? amen. Praise God. Amen. So there are seven prayer points I, I want us to, to pray out of what we just shared briefly. Seven prayer points. The first one starts with a praise of the Almighty God. Amen? Praising the name of the Almighty God, declaring who He is, declaring His power and His might. And I want us to use for that one our scripture for meditation today. Amen? Please, we are going to really, in an expansive way, praise God like we've never done. 1 Chronicles 29, verses 11 to 14. Yeah, I'm going to expect you to just fill the heavens with your adoration and praise and exaltation and exaltation of God. 1 Chronicles 29. This is our, scripture for or our scriptures for meditation today. We're going to use it uh, as the basis for our praising God. Let's read together. One, two, go. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Verse 12. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Verse 13. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. Verse 14. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all the things come from you and of your own we have given you. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet. We are going to exalt God in this place. Go on. We are going to exalt his holy name. Holy Spirit, please come and help us. Take us beyond where we have ever been before. Give us words in, both in the understanding and in the spirit. Uh, give us in our minds a, a picture and a vision that will help us to exalt our God. Go on. That's where we start. We exalt him. Go on. Begin lifting his name up. Declaring who he is. Go on. Go on. Worship him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Father, we bless you. You can use the scriptures. Uh, you can use the scriptures to start. Father, we exalt you. We glorify your name, O God. We declare that you are God and God alone. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Our soon and coming king, we bless you. Who is like unto you, O God? We lift your name high. We lift your name high. King immortal, the only wise God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh God. We bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. Who is there like unto you, O God? Awesome in battle. O God, we bless you. The commander of the heavenly battalions, we worship you, O God. The Lord of the angel armies, we bless you, O God. We bless you. 
We exalt you, God. We lift your name high, O Lord. Who is like unto you, O God? There is no one like you, O God. We bless you, Marian Deste. Oh, we exalt you. Oh, we lift your name high. Mare, mare, ke keriende brokoroboshaka. Oh, manka bazika doshte. Father, may you be praised forever, O oh God. May you be praised forever and ever, Heavenly Father. Yours is the greatness and the power, the glory and the victory, the majesty, O oh God. Oh, Father, we exalt you. We exalt you. Sheridanoroboshte. Mandirabose ke keriende brokoroboshte. Oh, we lift your name high, O oh God. We lift your name high, O oh God. Oh, we exalt you, O oh God. Oh, who is there like unto you, Heavenly Father? We worship you. We worship you, O oh God. We worship you. Go and lift your voice and just exalt him. We worship you, O oh God. We worship you, O oh God. We worship you, O oh God. Words are powerful. We can change the atmosphere by our praise of God. So go on. Let's just change the atmosphere around you, around around you, your family. Change the atmosphere by your praise of God. We exalt you, God. Oh, Father, we exalt you, high and lifted up, oh God. There is no one like you, Heavenly Father. Oh, we bless you, Maha Zebro We exalt you, oh God. We exalt you. We exalt you. King Immortal, we exalt you. Oh, we bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. Everything in heaven and on earth is yours, Heavenly Father. Everything, awesome God. Everything is in heaven and earth is yours, O God. Yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, Heavenly Father. We worship you. Go on, go on, go on. Frame, frame, frame it in your words. Oh, we bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. Marimando Robojaka Karianda. Father, we exalt you, God. Awesome God. All powerful God. All knowing God. We bless you. The everlasting Father, we honor you, God. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, we bless you. The first and the last, the Alpha and Omega, we worship you. Oh Lord Jesus, we worship you. Our Redeemer, our rock, our shield, our buckler, our help in times past. You have never failed, oh God. And we know you won't fail. You are, simply cannot fail. We exalt you, oh God. What manner of love is this, Father, that you have shown us? Who are we that you should remember us, O God? Father, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We fill the atmosphere with words of praise. We build a throne with our praise. And the Lord finds it irresistible. We, 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 we put all... The words as their jewels on that throne. Father, we thank you. 
If your words fail you, you can praise him in your prayer language. Go on, just exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Tell him how he has been good to you. Tell him how he saved you. Tell him how he delivered you. Let him know that you're nothing without him. Oh, we bless you, God. We exalt you, O oh God. We exalt you. We magnify your name, O oh God. There is no one like you, O oh God. We bless you, O oh God. The Holy One of Israel, we bless you. The Excellency of Israel, we bless you. The Lily of the Valley, we bless you. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We command everything that has breath to praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Oh, we thank you, O God. Mari Boshte, Randele Bostulaye, Bazokura Yeke, Keke, Keke, Yemujondu, Sata Yema, Obrozon Korobojokula Yeke, Keriende Brokozakaka, Bazeke, Keriende Brokostolobo. We bless you, O God. Suraye, Suraye. Thank you, Father. Mazenke Keriende. Baribo korobo jakaka, zebro kura yekeke, mando robo jakaka rianda, borobo jokula yekeke, mando rabakaka kiando robo jaka, mando robo zokura yekeke riende, brokurobondo robo jakaka rianda kekeke riende, mando robo jakaka rianda, brokuroboste, mando robo jokula yekeke riende, brokuzanka, mando robo jokula yekeke robo. We worship you, O God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Almighty and Everlasting God. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Verse 10 to verse 12 of, of Numbers 22. So Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent, me, sent to me saying, Look, a people has come out of Egypt and they cover the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. What's that? Make a pronouncement against them for me. Uh, make a negative pronouncement. Use words to arrest their progress. Perhaps I shall be able to overpower them and drive them out. And that is the enemy's intention all the time. Use words to over, over, overpower their progress, to stop their progress, to overpower them and drive them out of God's blessings. There are many who are laboring under words that have been spoken. And the reason is because it is the truth that you know that sets you free. You can have freedom but not walk in freedom because you haven't enforced the freedom because you don't know, you, you don't know the truth. Amen? Hallelujah. But verse 8, How shall I curse, curse whom God has not cursed? And how shall I denounce whom the Lord has not denounced? Amen? Um, in the book of Proverbs, it says, a curse that is causeless can't land. Amen? Now, you are blessed by God. Yeah, you, you have to receive that into the core of your being and declare it. You see, it's like, you know, Israel has one of the most sophisticated defense systems against missiles because they are surrounded by enemies. And when those systems work, it's something to behold. As a missile is re released, 
without it being activated in a human way, the defense system picks up the release of an enemy missile and releases a missile to counter it. And before it lands, that, that missile that's released destroys it, destroys it up in the sky. Amen? That's what words do. Every day I declare I'm blessed. I am reversing something. Because this, I'm blessed is not just, you know, it's not anybody declaring it. This is, these are people who are oracles of God. You're speaking on behalf of God. And when you speak it and you tie it to God's word, so you declare it, it's a weapon that is unleashed. Amen? And it counters so many missiles that are sent against you. Just that declaration. Do you know that if you declared every day, I am blessed, I am blessed every single day for a whole year, you would see the change in your life because it's countering things. Amen? Go and rise to your feet and begin to declare that you are blessed. Go on. Begin to declare it, declare it, declare it, declare it, declare it, declare it. You're blessed as you go in. You're blessed as you come out. The, the work of your hands is blessed and so it must prosper. Every circumstance must line up to it. You are blessed. God himself says that he will bless the work of your hands. So declare the work of your hands blessed. Declare that he will give you strength like an ox. Declare it that you are blessed. Go on. Just begin to declare it. Declare it. Begin to declare it that you are blessed. Declare it. Father, we thank you. Lord, empower our words, O oh God, as we declare that in your name we are blessed. By this declaration, we start to arrest everything that is contrary to it. Because you say I'm blessed, Father, I cannot be cursed. Because you say I'm blessed, Lord, I have to progress. I declare it that I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am the blessed of the Lord. I am the head and not the tail. That is your word. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I shall not want because you are my shepherd. I am blessed. I am blessed. I declare that I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed in my body. I am blessed in my mind. I declare that I am blessed. I am blessed. No weapon fashioned against me can prosper because I am blessed. I am blessed. The Lord himself has blessed me. I declare it into the heavens. The Lord himself has blessed me. I am blessed. I am blessed by God himself. I am blessed. I declare it. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed when I go. I am blessed when I come. I'm blessed in the field. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed at night. I am blessed in the day. Every day I wake up blessed. I, I declare it. I proclaim it. I am blessed. I am blessed. I, I am blessed. I am blessed by the Lord. I am blessed by the Lord. I am the apple of God's eyes. I am blessed. I am the beloved of the Lord. I am blessed. His angels surround me. I am blessed. He will not let me dash my foot against a stone. I am blessed. I declare in the name of Jesus that I am blessed. God has pronounced it upon me. My circumstances have to line up. I am blessed. I declare that I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I declare it. I speak into the atmosphere around me and declare that this is a blessed child of God. 
This isn't an ordinary person. This is a blessed child of God. I speak into my circumstances and declare that you have to line up with the pronouncement of God. I am blessed, I declare. I am blessed. 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 The Lord himself has pronounced it upon my life and I receive it. I am blessed in the name of Jesus. 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 Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, why do we declare that with certainty? And what is the, what is the one thing that the enemy is afraid of? It is the finished work of Calvary. Amen? Colossians 2, verse 13 to 15. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Colossians 2, verse 13 to 15. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all your sins. Amen? Now, that's the thing that drives the enemy mad. Because as long as we were dead in our sins, he was in, he was in control. Yeah? We, 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 can't, we could not declare with the certainty that we have declared that we are blessed. We couldn't declare it because there was still work to do. Amen? But how many know when Jesus on the cross cried, it is finished? How many know that it was truly finished? Amen? So... What was needed was an enforcement of what was finished. Amen? He goes on to say, He canceled the record of the charges against us. You know, different Bibles say different things. Can, can you put up as, just as many versions as you can of that scripture? So, so can somebody note the first word, charges? Yeah? Okay, the next word is the legal decrees and demands. Because you see, a lot of the words that were pronounced were done legally. See, that's the challenge. That a lot of them were done legally. You know, in the, in the, in the, in the spirit realm, it's a very legal place. Satan doesn't just go around doing anything. No, no, no. He, he had legal reason, either by our actions or the actions of others, to come in and make a pronouncement. Amen? If, the, if he didn't have legal reason, that pronouncement can't stand. So he had to have legal reason. He had to be able to say in the courts that I had this reason. Because she did this. Because he did this. Because this person did this. Because this person did this. That's why I could make that pronouncement. Amen? But what did Jesus do? He came and he just cancelled all those things. My God. He just cancelled everything. Amen? So he took away the charges. He took away the legal. He took away what? What does this one say? The regulations, the written code, and the regulations that they had written, he took them away. Go on, another, another version. Whatever version, don't worry. Whatever you come up with. He blotted out the ordinances that were against us. He blotted them out. I'm not, I'm, the blood of Jesus says, I'm not interested. Yes, you have a legal right, but we have decided that we're not interested. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. amen. The charges, yeah? Any other one? You're doing an excellent job. Any other one? 
the warrant. He canceled the old arrest warrant. You know, that's what they go around with, these useless demons. They go around with an arrest warrant. They say, we're allowed to arrest you. Because of what your father did, he, 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 because of what he did, we have made a proclamation against you as a family that poverty will run through this whole family. So it doesn't matter how hard you work. We have an arrest warrant, and as a result, we've come to enforce that arrest warrant. And there are so many things where they go around with an arrest warrant. It's an army. You know, they have enforcement agents. They go around enforcing an old order. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says that he has canceled. This one says the bond. You know what the bond is? It's legal. It's legal. That we have a right to. We have a right. That's what they're saying. But what does, the, what does the Bible tell us? He forgave us. He made us alive with Christ. And as a result, because we're alive with Christ, he has canceled everything against us. Amen? Now, how did he cancel it? That's the critical part. How did he cancel it? He canceled it by, by nailing it to the cross. So what he did in effect was say, because it's all legal, it's all very legal. So he said, you know what? They are guilty as charged. Because they are guilty as charged. My grandmother did it. My great-grandfather did it. You know, I did some of them myself. So in the court, the evidence is provided. And when the evidence is provided, they, they, on the basis of the evidence, guess what? They say guilty as charged. So Jesus said guilty as charged. It's okay. They are guilty as charged. So what is the charge? Jesus said, they, 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 said to, they would say to Jesus, the charge is that they are cursed. They are cursed with poverty. They are cursed with sickness. They are cursed with disease. They are cursed with lack. They are cursed. Just list the whole of the curse. Guess what Jesus did? He said, Give, put it on me. I take it for them. Amen? Now, and so he allows himself to be crucified, nailed to the cross. And as he's nailed to the cross, the epitome of poverty, shame, humiliation, the perfect picture of every one of those things. His back is lacerated 39 times. Every sickness that exists is grouped into 38 groups medically. Every sickness is medically grouped into 38 groups. And then the one extra group is for the one that they will, the one extra 39 is for the one they will remember that they haven't remembered. So it's all taken care of. And so he hangs on the cross and said, I've taken it upon myself. Now you can't punish somebody twice. If somebody has borne the punishment, then the people to be punished are free because somebody has borne the punishment. Amen? And then this is the critical part. Go on, if you go back, verse 15. Having nailed it to the cross, verse 15. When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, yeah, you can put on, put on uh, the New King James or, or the NLT. He disarmed the rulers and authorities. Having disarmed principalities and powers. Yeah? Now, how did he disarm principalities and powers? At the cross of Calvary. That's why Satan hates that cross. Because on that cross, he took it on. It was a battle. He won the battle. And then to, to settle it, the Bible says he goes down to the pits of hell, takes control from Satan, and comes up, then ascends to heaven. Amen? So how many know that because of what he has done, his actions have set me free? Amen? So we activate that freedom. Yeah? You can be set free. They can open the gates of the prison, and you don't know you're free. And you're sitting there even though the gates are open. And he made 
an open show, a public spectacle of them. Because you know, Satan is seedy and he's slimy. If Jesus hadn't made it open, if he hadn't told us all this, Satan will still try and convince you that you're still bound. But every time Satan tries to do that, you lift up the word of God and say he has shamed you, he has defeated you openly. Amen? Go on, rise to your feet and just declare that. Go on, activate, activate your freedom from the cross. Declare it, that an open show of you have, has been made. Go on, activate it. Activate it. That's the blood of Jesus bought your freedom. The blood of Jesus bought your freedom. The blood of Jesus bought your freedom. Go on, lift your voice. The blood of Jesus bought your freedom. The blood of Jesus bought your freedom. Lift your voices. Go on, declare. Please, can you declare with certainty that it is cancelled? It is cancelled. Go on. The charge is cancelled. Whatever it is, the charge is cancelled. It is cancelled. It is blotted out. It is erased. It is removed. Go on, declare it. Declare it. That every charge against me, against my family, is cancelled in the name of Jesus. It is blotted out in the name of Jesus. He has taken it away in the name of Jesus. Go on, declare it. Declare it. There's power in your words. There's power in your words. You're doing battle with your words. Declare it. Declare it. That it is erased completely, blotted out, wiped away. There is no charge against me. Absolutely no charge against me in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has washed it away. The cross has delivered victory to me. Jesus has taken it on that I might be free. I declare I am free. I am free from every negative pronouncement made over my life. By the finished work of Calvary, I am free from every negative pronouncement made against my life. Go on. You must declare your freedom. It's, it's like emancipation. Declare your freedom. Because I am part of the family does not mean that I... Whatever was pronounced against the family must affect me. I am free. I declare it in the name of Jesus. I am free. The Son has set me free and I am free indeed. I declare it. 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 And you know, because the cross is a mystery, begin to speak the mystery of the cross in your prayer language. I declare my freedom. I declare my freedom. I declare that no spoken word will stop my progress. No spoken word will stop my progress. No word spoken anywhere, whether before I was born or not, will stop my progress. I declare that I will fulfill God's plans and purposes. I declare that because God himself has set me free. The cross of Calvary is my victory. Oh, I thank you, O God. I bless you, O God. I bless you, Heavenly Father. I bless you, Almighty and Everlasting God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You know, when, when, I have, when, I have, when, I, when people pray this next prayer, <laughs> oh, Lord, believe me, things happen. 
when you pray this next prayer about altars. Things happen. We don't even fully understand altars. We just understand that there's a... I don't know if you watch these science fiction movies. Some of you used to watch them. Where there's, there's some sort of... Uh, some, 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 some place, some hole, some, some, some... What's it called? A what? A portal. That's the word I was looking for. A portal that allows two worlds to connect. Do you understand that? Yeah? That's the word I was looking for, portal. An altar is a portal that allows two worlds to connect. That's why you see the people in the kingdom of darkness, they understand altars. They know how to build altars so that there can be a connection. And, 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 and uh, Balaam understood altars. Balaam said, build an altar here. Let us get a connection with that realm. Amen? It's also a place of an encounter, altars. Depending on who it's, who it's built to, there's an encounter. The power from who is dedicated to flows in through an altar. It's also a place of covenant. Covenants are made at an altar. Amen? Every time people have prayed this prayer, things have happened. Serious things have happened. Serious things. Because in the spirit realm, you're dealing... The altars are not physical anymore. No, no, no. They're not physical. You know, the, the physical was to show us the spirit. You know, a lot of the Old Testament was very physical, very natural, but it was pointing to deep spiritual things. Amen? Have to deal with altars. I remember I was doing some work, reversing some things in our family. And, you know, I'm not really, you know, I don't believe that you have to go to your village, you have to do all these things. You don't have to. The, the way the spirit realm works, you can deal with it from where you are. But sometimes you're directed to do that. And I remember being directed to go and... and Ostensibly, we went to be we're building a school. Uh, Shola and I are trying to do a school there, but that was the cover for me to go. So when I got there, all the guys who went with me, I told them to leave me alone. I needed to sort out some things, and I entered our family house, and I dealt with the family altar, dealt with it completely, and then I invoked a new altar into that house. You know, I said all of us cannot be serving God, and then all these funny things will be running around here. No, no, no. I said, this place is now an altar dedicated to the Most High God. Amen? Judges the 6th chapter. Judges the 6th chapter, verse 23 to 26. Judges the 6th chapter. Then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear, for you shall not die. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day, it is still in Ophrah of the Abiezerites. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has and cut down the wooden image that is beside it and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of this rock in the proper arrangement and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the image which you shall cut down. Isn't that amazing? God said to him, <laughs> This altar you've built, there's another altar that's speaking against it. So, thank you for building this altar, but you must pull down that other altar. Yeah, because that altar is speaking against this altar. And when he pulled down that other altar, God said to him, now build a new altar. Amen? Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, please bring revelation now. Revelation as people start to pray. Revelation. Open the minds, open our, the eyes of the Spirit for us to see, for us to see. Now, with intensity, with intensity, with, with, with fervor, 
I want you to bring down every family altar that is speaking against the progress of, of your family, that is speaking against God's plans and purposes coming to pass. Now, I, I, this is not a, 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 a nice, soft prayer. This is as violent as you get in the spirit realm. Of course, it's violence in the spirit. Bring down every altar, every altar. Each one of you is an Esther for your family. So you're standing in the gap for your family. Every one of you is an Esther for your family. You're standing in the gap for your family. Go and pull down those altars. Pull down those portals, those places of encounter, those places for the transference of power. Go and begin to pull it down. Pull it down. Father, we pull down every one of those altars. Father, we come against those altars. We pull them down in the name of Jesus. We come against them in the name of Jesus. Go on. Come against those altars in the name of Jesus. Pull them down. Pull them down. Destroy them. Every point of encounter, we pull it down. We stand in the gap for families. Families have to be set free here. Families have to be released. Families have to be released. So that the children of God can be set free. Go on. Come against that altar. Those altars are altars to idolatry. And so we come against every idol. Hey! Borianda broko korobo jokula There's a power encounter that's taking place. We are on the winning side. We come in the name of Jesus. We come by the blood of Jesus. Ah, I feel that things are changing in families just by this prayer. Oh, baza dade de 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 de. People were going astray, but they are being put back online. Bo. Go and ask for the fire of God to fall and destroy those altars. Let the fire of God fall and destroy those altars. When the fire fell, it destroyed everything. Those altars that speak into the lives of people in that family. They speak into the life of your siblings. They are holding them back, holding loved ones back. The altars are portals through which sickness is transferred. They are portals through which lack is transferred. They are portals through which fear. Jelly, 
Jelile Bokurbu, Jakakeye, 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 Brodokuzakaye, Kekeke, Yamanda, Jakakeye, Jakakeye, Go on, go on, go on. Not, not one stone must be left unturned. Not one stone must be left without being overturned. Please be violent in the spirit, please. Be violent in the spirit. It's not natural, it's in the spirit. Mando Soto, Joku Kaye, Shaka Karianda, Mazeketeshti. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name, O oh God. Now, please look at me. Look at me, please. Look at me, please. Now, there, 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 are, a couple, there are a couple of other prayer points. We might not get to them. We might not get to them today. But please, I want you to finish with this altar nothing must be left standing so whatever violence in the spirit you must be violent nothing must be left standing i could share many testimonies where we have prayed against altars and we have seen amazing things amazing things some of the things to share them on television or when i know it's going around the world people will think we are nuts but we have seen them so that altar, that place where the enemy seeks to come in to the family, you must close that portal. You know, when you do this well, the people who are coming will be hitting a roadblock. Amen. I want you to be violent and overturn everything to do with that altar. <laughs> Oh God of mercy, arise, oh God, oh God of mercy. Mando robo jaka karianda, borobo joko la yeke keriende. Jina na ndelebo, jina la ndelebo, joko kayama, jeke keriende, jika kariaraba, jeke korobo joko, mandelebo korobo, jula la kayama. We pull out those family deities. We say, no, not just for ourselves. We are standing in the gap. It will not be said the men are like this, the women are like this. This doesn't happen. No! 
We come against those patterns. We destroy those patterns. We destroy those patterns. We separate children from their fathers. We separate them. Where their fathers are not serving God. We separate them. Ah, we employ the fire of God in this warfare. We employ the fire of God. We say no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Everyone in the family's marriage fails. We say no more, no more. The children don't succeed. We say no more. There are deities that they worship. We pull them down. The same way Dagon bowed, we command all the deities to bow. Bow, 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 bow to God. Every deity we say, come, bow, bow. God is sovereign, he rules, he rules, he rules, he rules. He rules. Oh, we bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. We glorify your name, O God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We worship you, O God. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, we exalt you. We exalt you. We say, have your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mando shikadeshte. Borubozeki yentula bosanda. Aleboshte. Mankarianda. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord. Now, I just want you to declare your absolute faith and belief in the word of God. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Go on. I just want you to declare, God, I believe your word. Go on. I believe every promise you have made. I believe everything you have said to me. God, just declare it. I believe it. I believe it, God. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And if there are any promises that you know, just as you're declaring that, look, look at the promises. Otherwise, just, just declare your belief in the entirety of his word. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe. I believe it. 
I believe, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. I believe it, I believe it. I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. I believe it, I believe your word. I believe that promise. I receive that promise. I believe it. I hold on to it. I hold on to it. I hold on to it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And our last prayer point, please, if you bear with me, I'm going to overrun my 10 minutes today. Our last prayer point. Our last prayer point. Numbers 23, from verse 20 to 24. Behold, I have received the command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. Amen? He has blessed, and the kingdom of darkness cannot reverse it. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. You know, we are not even standing on our own works. We are saying we are washed in the blood of Jesus. Amen? So we are righteous before God. Because we are washed in the blood of Jesus. The Lord God is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. May that be your testimony. Amen. God brings them out of Egypt. He has strength like a wild ox. Verse 23. This is where we're going. For there is no sorcery against Jacob. Nor any divination against Israel. It, now, it must now be said of Jacob and Israel. Oh what God has done. Amen. And you're going to declare that over yourself, that, that there is no sorcery, no divination, no great word, no negative word against you. It cannot stand. And then declare that it is said about you. That's your testimony. Oh, what God has done. Verse 24, look, a people rises, rises like a lioness, lifts itself up like a lion. It shall not lie down until it devours the prey and drinks the blood of the slain. Amen. Rise to your feet. Go on. You're going to... In this prayer, the, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to reverse. It's a prayer of reversal. Certain things have gone along the track, but now they are arrested. Now you must reverse them. Amen? Your prayer has arrested it. Now reverse it. Just reverse it. Remember, the Bible says that you have the power to declare something unlawful, but you also have the power to declare it lawful. You have the power to bind. And a lot of Christians, they know that. But we don't also realize in this, with the same, in, it doesn't have the same import that we have the power to lose. Amen? And lose means to release. So I release certain things that are against what has been running. I release it now into the family. I reverse certain things. Go on, lift your voice. Go on. There are certain things. Just begin to reverse it. Reverse it. Reverse it. Reverse it by your words. Reverse it by your words. And then when you reverse it, release certain things. Go on, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Reverse it, reverse it, reverse it. That's the power of words. You're coming against it by words. The words are powered by the Spirit of God. Reverse it, reverse it, reverse it, reverse it, reverse it. Declare in the name of the Lord, it has to reverse. There are spirits behind these things. The spirits understand what you're, what you're doing. They know it's a power encounter. You're reversing it, reversing it. Manesto, rabusta You reverse it in the name of Jesus. 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 We reverse it. 
We reverse it in the name of Jesus. 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 We say no more. No more. No more. We declare no more. No more. No more. No more. No more. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We reverse it, O oh God. Mari Boshte. Manda broko zaka yekeke. Zabra deki yemushon tulaye. Mando robo zaka karianda broko sto. Mando robo sheke keriende. Mando robo shaka karianda. Mando robo shoko zebrozeke keriende. Mando robo zaka karianda. Mando robo zaka karianda. Mando robo sheke keriende. Mando robo zokulaye. Mando robo shanda rabaseke nebo. Mando robo zokulaye keke. Jebro zika karianda broko stolobo. Mando robo jotula yeke keriende. Oh, we bless you. We reverse it. We reverse it. We reverse it. And now begin to lose what the Spirit of God lays on your heart into your family. Lose it. Lose it. Lose it into the family. Go on. Declare it lawful. Declare it lawful. Declare it lawful. Mariboshte. Mando robo shaka karianda broko zotula yekeke. Mando robo shaka karianda broko stolobo. Mando robo jakura yeke keri ende broko stolobo. Jinanande le de 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 tsura yese bresika sate. Jinanande le broko robo jaka karianda broko sto. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you. We glorify your name, O God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And at the end, at the end of this, at the end of this, after going through all this, the Bible says Balaam was arrested by God and then he was shown a vision. And from that vis vision, he began to make certain utterances. And I want to make those utterances, those, since it's words, I want to declare these words over your life. Your life has to line up with these words. If God sent us and God commissioned us, your life has to line up with these words. Amen. Amen. Numbers 24 from verse 5. How beautiful are your tents, O Jacob. How lovely are your homes, O Israel. I declare that beauty comes into your life. I declare that your homes will be called lovely. They spread before me like palm groves, like gardens by the riverside. I declare that the season of expansion has come. Amen. You will spread before God Amen. and be strong like palm groves. Amen. You will be watered like gardens by the riverside. Amen. They are like tall trees planted by the Lord, like cedars beside the waters. I declare that you, your children, your loved ones will be like trees planted by the Lord. And I declare that any of your loved ones, as I speak into the place where we have collected their names, who is presently not planted in the vineyard of the Lord, 
I declare by the token of this prayer, in the name of Jesus Christ, by the finished work of Calvary, that they will be planted strongly in the vineyard of the Lord. I declare that you're like a cedar that is beside waters. I declare that water and all it represents will flow from your buckets. I declare that your offspring shall have all they need. I declare that you will be greater than any king that exists. And I declare especially that you are greater than the kings of the other kingdom. I declare that your house will be exalted. The kingdom of God will be exalted through you. I declare that you have been taken out of Egypt. And so the sicknesses and diseases that were on the Egyptians, I declare that they cannot stand in your life. I declare that you will have strength like an ox. That you will batter down the gates of hell. I declare that the spirit to destroy and devour the enemy nations that oppose you is released upon you. That you will break their bones in pieces. That you will shoot them with an arrow. Like a lion, you crouch and lie down. Like a lioness, no one can arouse you. I declare over your life that everyone who blesses you is blessed. And anyone who curses you and refuses to repent now is cursed. Give God a clap offering. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you. We glorify your name. Go on, worship him with a clap offering. Worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him.